Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Well, we know one thing for sure. There's still a lot of things we don't know. We can't uh, put anything to bed just yet. But we know for sure the Flames won the Ritchie Brothers trade, right? The Flames do we know, won do that we know trade that? with Arizona. It's, it's, Which Ritchie do we have now? Has has Connor Mackey scored? I don't think so. Troy Stetcher scored. I don't but think. I thought, how about, but I thought Nick Ritchie had a three-point game for Arizona. Or, uh, or sorry, Brett, Brett Ritchie. Yeah, yeah, he did, but I think he's cooled considerably. This this Nick Ritchie's red hot. So, Ooh, yes. winner winner, red chicken hot. dinner yeah. on. Uh, so, congrats to the Flames. So which on one's that the one. which one's the better Mulkey brother? Yeah, I don't know. There's a deep reference. If you get that, yeah. Yeah. it'll make you really happy. Welcome to Afterburner, everyone. It is uh, it's Boomer along with Rob Kerr, a special Kerboom edition yeah. of Afterburner. Look at that score, Rob. Five to one. Yes. Uh, look High at that scoring score. affairs involving the Calgary Flames. Look at that score, Boom. Five to one. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure that if the Wranglers played the Ducks tonight, it would have been three one. Um, was not impressed at all with Anaheim. Uh, it did it not feel to you like a COVID game? <laughs> like there may as well have been tarps on those seats. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like it, it, was, was it was a vacuum in there. Yeah, it was friends and family night, and even yeah. there, some of the uncles and aunts are like, "Ah, oh, we could watch it on TV." Oh. Well, we, we'll, well, when's your next one? We got some stuff to do. No, it was uh, a very emotionless type of a game. It was a yeah. Tuesday night game in Anaheim between these two. And I didn't, I thank you to Rick Ball on the broadcast who did the, uh, the homework on that. There was a time when you couldn't, if you were the flames, you couldn't win in Anaheim. Oh, you could go. I'm, a, I'm acutely aware of that, <laughs> but you were not going to win. Nope. That's now six in a row down at the, uh, at the pond in Anaheim. Yeah. So yeah. that, uh, that has been broken. I had, it was one of the first questions I had as we can get into this is, how did they lose to the Ducks two weeks ago? That felt because it feels like such a crippling loss. They got that that almost extra time win, essentially an extra time win, as uh, regulation died down in in Dallas. And then they go and yeah. they get an un, unreal win against the Wild. And you were hoping this, this could this be what galvanizes this team? Yeah. Now just you got Anaheim, you've got Ottawa, you've got Arizona. You've got a five-game win streak right there on yeah. a platter for you. Yeah. And then yeah. they just soiled themselves at home against the Ducks. How did they lose to this team? Well, it, it sure strikes me. And I, I heard you this morning talk about it. And, and credit to Elliot Friedman. He mentioned it on the 32 Thoughts podcast. 
Um, it's just not a, it's just not a, it's a dysfunctional family right now. And I think it's a, an easy as, uh, assumption to make that when they played Anaheim, we're home, we're going to throw the sticks out there. Bob's your uncle and away we go. If, if memory serves me correctly, they, they opened the scoring and had the one nothing lead. They, they were did. doing yeah. their thing where they buzz and they create and they shoot. But, I, and I made an observation in that game and I, I didn't see it tonight from Anaheim the way I saw it in Calgary and I'm collapsed on John Gibson in the Calgary. Like it was hard sledding, you know, to get pucks through and, and Calgary Calgary still wants to be a, a high, uh, you know, they get, you saw it tonight. There was a pass, I think in the second period, or maybe it was the first period. Like they just dumped it right in front of their own net. Like they're mm -hmm. behind the back stuff. Uh, you know, the bank passes and stuff like that. There's times where this team needs to be a, you know, a, a little less Anton Babchuk and a little more Rhett Warner, you know, off the glass yeah. and out and stuff rather than overthinking it. And I, and I, I don't know. I, I look at that game. I look at that game last night. Um, they're, they're dysfunctional. <laughs> Yeah, it's dysfunctional. You saw last night two very different opponents. I think the LA Kings are very good, and I don't. Yeah, think oh yeah, the yeah, yeah. Ducks are very good. So yeah, I I don't um, I don't think this cured your ales tonight. Like, and, and I'll do respect to everybody involved. I mean, bounce back. Game, no, 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 it wasn't. A bounce back games a win against a playoff team or a team that you're chasing, not this team. Like I say, I think the Wranglers could beat this team right now. You beat Vegas. That's that's a nice bounce back. Then you you have to win two or three in a row. It's yeah. been weeks since they've won back to back games. It's yep. been over like months since they've won three in a row. So and and the bad news is to to your point, it's you who had better got a win tonight. So good good on you. I you know, I I don't even like doing that necessarily. We're critiquing a win or whatever, but it's it's the bed they've made for themselves. Yes. You you win tonight. You'd love to be getting on the plane and coming home and feeling great about it. Oh, yeah. But Winnipeg also won tonight, and so did Nashville. So really, all you did was kind of keep pace, it's and that push. pace you were on was, and that's the thing, the push wasn't enough to get no. you a win. No. So no. No, you still push. You didn't get, yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, there's a, a an economic point to this, that the games still matter and, and people will tune in. I get that. I think that's important. I think there's a lot of people dismissing it, uh, but I think it's important to stay in the race. But, um, you know, I, last night... Uh, what we heard might have happened, did happen, happened after the Dallas game at home, which was a tough one, too. I mean, you, you buried yourself early. You dug your way back. You took two leads that you held for a combined three minutes and 28 seconds. Um, and then you lose again in overtime, a recipe that's just far too baked in right now. Um, and then it sounds like, you know, something boiled over and they played like a team. Quite honestly, they and all due respect to LA, like, you know, they probably could have brought yesterday's effort into this game and been competitive with the ducks, but they weren't, they, they got rolled. And, and I think they got rolled because they, they were mad or upset or frustrated or broken or whatever you want to say. Were you surprised that Vladar started? And, and I guess with that being said, because of how the duties were handed out last night it was a markstrom start and i thought maybe after the first one it was four nothing he was going yeah. to get pulled getting ready for the anaheim game but he stayed in and then vladar I, I wonder what the plan was was if this was always a vladar start or how they had it mapped i yeah i think it was always a vladar start you know let's look at this you know from a, a 
you know, perspective that perhaps they had success and they were winning games and, you know, Markstrom was on a bit of a roll, you'd be looking for opportunities to give Vladar some action before you, you had to play extra hockey in, in, in April. Um, so yeah, it very easily could have been on the map. Um, you know, I think Markstrom, I wouldn't say he looked tired. I, I don't, you know, he got hung out to dry is what happened. Um, I think it was an easy game to, to go back to Vladar and, and now, you know, Thursday night, you come home with Markstrom again, right? Yeah. Um, I, did I mention that they won the Coyotes trade? I'm just looking at my notes here. I just want to make sure I get it all in on a. Did they won that? The, they won the Coyotes. Stetcher That's got right. his, his first right. his first in ninety odd games or something like just that. Just you know what it is a fleecing, Rob. It was an absolute fleecing. I, Bill yeah. Armstrong is that who it is? Yeah. Don't be buying green bananas because you no. just got worked yeah. by Brad for living in the Calgary Flames. Um, oh, I I eagerly await the. Uh, um, the tweet or the Instagram post or the email or the phone call, somebody reminds you, but, but they got Valimaki for nothing. You know yeah, that, yeah, right? Yeah, you I got Valimaki for nothing. You can't yeah. say that. Uh, yeah, they did. They, they certainly did. Speaking the, of fleecings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Right? Can you get fleeced when it's all I remember is that Bugs Bunny cartoon when Daffy Duck is, is, is holding the, the, mitt full of magic beans and the other guy's walking away with like the goat he goes there goes a, what a heck of a salesman or whatever it is <laughs> yeah, that he yeah. says yeah. <laughs> he just got shafted with the, uh, I got the magic, beans. magic beans yeah um yeah not good for the flames it was i i see on uh on the youtube chat empty win says uh los Los Alves. I, I, there's going to be a lot of that here, unfortunately. There's only so many games left, and I yeah. do feel like math is the only thing you can squint and see. I just don't see how, right? They need to go. They need to go on a heater and get help, and they can't get help, and they can't get on a heater. They're winning one, losing one. They're getting some points here and there, but they've been doing that for so long. It's it's kind of like making pars, right? You, you make. I wouldn't a, know. I'm make, <laughs> making. Just I just yeah. you just. Right, tin cup. It's like, yeah, yeah I'll yeah. I'll take pars all day. You do it, and I'll and I'll kill you. And that's what's happened. There's been just too many single points, extra time losses, extra time defeats, and it's caught up to them. Um, but in terms of the game itself, you right. score early yeah. and you give yourself a stress free night. Um, Six I haven't spent time a that they've scored in the first minute. Yeah, yeah, tied yeah. for tops in the league. I think is what I saw there tonight. So well. congratulations on that. Um, yeah, no one. For Rasmus Anderson, 20, just under 21 minutes, 21 for Zadorov. But as far as the forwards, they spread it out. So, I mean, that's you, you get a win, you know, it's, you get, at least you feel like it's coming early. There's been games where they've been dominating it up one nothing, and you're like, this team's hanging around. Be careful because this team might still come back. But right. there haven't been very right. many, very many games where they've been able to kind of no. feel good about themselves. No. For, and, and you know, they were up three nothing they gave up the the power play goal to the the ducks in the in the second period and there was a little bit of a fluster you know after they dropped the puck but then they kind of seemed to regain it and and you know they just didn't never seem like they were in trouble but again you look at that roster for the anaheim ducks and oh my god i know they're young i get that and i you know zegris and mctavish are going to be good young players but you know we saw Derek grant here and you know there's a lot of you know, there's a lot of players that are just taking up jerseys right now until some of these younger guys come and, and you know, John Gibson's yeah. not one of them. Like, I, I really like John Gibson. I think he battles. I think he fights. 
I think he deserves better. Um, you know, the one guy that I'm surprised is Cam Fowler in a way that, I mean, you got to have some veterans. I get that. But, you know, I'm, I'm surprised in a way that Cam Fowler's still there, that they wouldn't have released him into the wild to, to go play somewhere else. But that, that's not a very good roster. No, right now, not. today, today. It's funny you mentioned Derek Grant because I got thinking about that. It's like, there's yeah. a former flame and look at, he's yeah. been there for a long time. And then you think, is he in the league because he's a good player or is he just on the ducks? Well, and that's there's right. 30, there's yeah. 32 teams in the league now and he's on the ducks. So uh, how many teams yeah. would he really be on? I don't know. Yeah. And I, I think back to those, you know, 11, you know, the rebuild team, if you will, or the team where they traded, you know, Jerome and Jay Bo Meester away and, you know, and, and you look at some of those players, you go, are they NHL players or are they just here because you need to fill jerseys, right? Yeah. You know, those were really good Chicago teams. And you'd go in there and you go, okay, exactly how far the lineup can you go on this Flames roster till you get to somebody who would play every day in Chicago at that time, right? Yeah. Like that, that, that wasn't an easy task. Yeah. They had guys like Brower and Bufflin on their third and fourth line. Right, right. Uh, this this is right. not uh, this is not my Calgary Flames with no. whoever no. the hell they were trotting out. All, no. you know. First name that came to my mind was David Moss, and maybe that's not fair to David. No, it's not. It's not fair to David. He scored but twenty boy, goals he, one year, you know. Yeah, I know he did. He and had a hat trick in Ottawa one time. And then remember Ray Ferraro. He's yeah. the guy. Is he a twenty goal guy? I know, or a guy that scored twenty. Yeah, and and it's to me, it's one of the great lines of all time, and it's. So God true. bless David, who's selling computers now. Um, Is that know. what he's doing? Yeah, he was. We had him on. I don't know. I guess five, six years ago, he's working for yeah. Compaq or something, selling computers. <laughs> it's, worked, right? it's all worked out then. He yeah, but money. He's got he's selling computers. He must yeah. have a computer company. <laughs> no, no, he's just yeah. selling them door to door. No, <laughs> no, no. I don't. He's just in a garage. He's a neighbor. Yeah. Right? Ringing a bell. <laughs> so uh, another so... one, Mister Casanza. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> So the yeah the, the the bad news Winnipeg wins over Arizona yeah. by a score of two to one. They're now heading out, I believe, on a road trip, and uh, Nashville thumps Buffalo seven to three. So the Flames keep pace but lose time from the the amount of racetrack left. So yeah, that's well, you know empty lots. Exactly just, you know we saw it there in the in the in the comments. It's it's what it is. I mean, I uh, again, I, I'm not taking runs at any other media people, but painting this as some sort of bounce back game or something i think is you know it's probably not appropriate <laughs> Stu is chiming in Stu says wtf is wrong with selling computers Stu, don't get me wrong but there's nothing wrong with selling computers i'm just saying once you've made that nhl dough yes i i, I we could go look at the career earnings of one david moss i suppose seven I just eight million think, dollars for sure yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't think he would have to and it's it's fine work there's no shame. It's a reputable, just, it's a reputable yeah. career. Absolutely. I just didn't think he'd be part of the geek squad at Best Buy when you went in. It's like, yeah, she, Jesus, weren't you? Not, didn't you I'm score not 100% sure he's part of the geek squad, but I'm not sure he's repairing them as much as he was moving them in mass. Yeah. You know. Uh, let's do our cheers sorry, of the game. Hey, sorry, yeah. Calm down, Stu. WTF, he says. Uh, presented by... BK Beaufort Liquor, it's our cheers of the game. They are located on the Trans-Canada Highway across from Winsport. Is there a more loyal, better partner on the Nation Network, on, uh, on Flames Nation, than these guys? They're pretty great, man. It's. I mean, we got some good ones. I don't want to say that. But, boy, it seems like they're, you know, it's man deep, right, that he's just, he carries the torch for you guys. He loves you guys. 
Man Deep is an OG, and I said this yes, when, yeah. when, because this was before when we got this thing started, mm-hmm. and I said Man Deep they own they own the liquor store. Yeah. Man Deep has been texting our show, the station, for years and years and years, yeah. and then he actually showed a, I think he showed a, it was a video that he had taken on his phone of the of the radio as i was wishing his wife a happy birthday or something or whatever it was from years and years ago so yeah man deep's an og to, absolutely which again not something to be proud wtf of, not something to be overly proud of to be on the boomer <laughs> boomer warner pinder whatever well, train right i don't know from the start you listen but, to radio um, lately i think <laughs> it's actually, not a bad place to be yeah, it's not a bad I, place to plant your flag I haven't actually listened. Oh, so, neither uh, have anyway. I, but I hear things. Yeah. Stock up. Go and see Mandeep. And that's the thing. Yeah. It's Mandeep. It's mom. It's the whole, it's the whole family. And then we were right. doing the, because we did the Christmas Spirits show, where you may have heard. we. Uh, there was combined. rumors on the street. Yeah. 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 Or is, or. Because that used to be illegal, right? They used to have to, it used to be illegal to consume alcoholic beverages on broadcasts. So they used to get around that by putting guys in monkey suits and dressing them up as gorillas and stuff like Is that. that. What it was? Yeah, yeah. Um, now again, yeah, you guys weren't dressed the, up. The thing about that whole day is, do you, you remember any of it? You didn't. You didn't. We didn't. You didn't see us pouring any drinks or mixing any drinks. There were no liquor bottles. You don't know if we were actually drinking. No, it's true. That's Maybe true. Maybe it was all a facade. Maybe we were acting. Did you see that the thing that showed up on social media tonight of uh, Bruce Lee playing two ping pong players and he was using nunchucks? And I was no. just blown. I was just blown away. Like here's Bruce Lee playing two quality ping pong players, but he's using nunchucks. And then underneath it was one of these new fancy uh, uh, Twitter information things that this has yeah, been updated. Uh, it was early CGI, so I was yeah, a little disappointed, right? Well, got, so, and, and you got fooled. I got fooled. Yeah. I mean, you're right. So it's completely possible that you guys weren't drunk. It was just CGI. Yeah. Well, and and, because, and as Nick Alberga, our buddy in Toronto, Toronto. Leafs Nation said, uh, the Barnburner guys got fucking gooned up on their show yesterday when he did the show, (laughs) the show after. So, and I, that's what it all, just to get, bring it back around to man deep. Mm -hmm. I knew that he owned a a liquor store. I said, look, we're, we're thinking of doing this thing. And he's like, we want to be in. Let's do this thing. He's like, no, we want to do it. We'll, I'm like, we'll give you some matches. We'll, we'll, we'll find it. Was, boom. Just we, we we'd love to be in. And I get the feeling that uh, that the barn burner folks and afterburner and the nation network, I hope they're supporting Mandeep and the family because it's truly it's uh, it's a unique right? spot. I, I don't know how many liquor stores you've been in lately, Rob. Not always the most warm and fuzzy people. Yeah, no. they, they, you know, it's like they just no. assume you not come in. It feels no. like there yeah. you walk in. It's friendly. It's uh, you know, you're in a, a family run place. So here's what we're doing. We're doing our cheers of the night yes. for BK Beaufort Liquor, okay. Trans Canada Highway across from Windsport. Mm-hmm. Raising a toast. It was tougher last night, I'll tell you, <laughs> after the 8-2 drubbing. <laughs> I th- I don't even remember who I gave it to. Pinder gave it to play. Was it the trainer? <laughs> yeah, Depot. The, the name bars were all straight. The name all the names were spe- straight. They were yeah. all spelt correctly. Yeah. Um, I could give it to Alex Singleton. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I know. I saw that. There was. I actually meant to clip that. There was a. 
Anyway, there was a story about it. They, they were talking to Alex Singleton. It was the Denver media actually was in yes. L.A. to talk to Singleton. Anyway, yeah. um, Pinder gave his cheers last night to the Flames fans who have had to put up with this stuff for the last season. Um, <laughs> and you know what? I'm, I'm not going to be... This guy has gotten my cheers more often than not. It's Tyler Toffoli. He's had an sure. unbelievable season in, in what has been a rough slash horrible slash forgettable season for so many guys yeah tyler to foley has been consistent and not just consistent he has been terrific he yeah. uh a three assist night three primary assists i believe i saw one pat steinberg uh tweeting that's the what the first of his career third only the third time in his career that he's had one of the it's hmm. i don't know how well he, I don't he's know 11th how you, in the league in gar i don't know how I don't know how you can have the team that struggles and so yeah. many guys. Yeah. Because Majapani snaps a 13 game goal of Strout and yeah. Kadri's on an unbelievable slide. Yeah. And yet here's to Foley every single night. And his boots aren't great, but you know what? His brain is there and he can shoot it. And I don't know how he didn't score on that one yeah. where he was alone in front. And then yeah. the one that kind of went. Anyway, three assists. Tyler to Foley once again getting my cheers at the game. Yeah, and and you know what, mine's not going to be too far off from yours. And and again, I I haven't you know done this show a lot, but I'm I'm almost positive it was the same guy last time, and that's Michael Backlund. Uh, two assists in this game, 1931, three uh, three shots on goal, 55 percent in the faceoff circle. Uh, funny we're talking about those two guys. Those two guys with their point man, and Backlund now with a, a career best in points, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so he's having a career year that's a really good number two line on a very good club, right? Last year's club, it, for instance, with Kachuk and Goudreau, you know, what you were expecting from Kadri and Huberto, those guys have lived up to it. They're, they're not, they're not the issue. They're not at the issue here now, whether or not. And I, again, I keep referencing your comments from earlier today. Um, you know, you're kind of playing out the clock here, running out of time, but the excitement's about to start. Cause there's a lot of decisions that need to be made. And what worries me is <clears throat> do those guys, cause I believe both of them are due contracts next year. End of this next year. year. Yeah. yeah. Part of that seven, seven player group or eight yeah, player group. Pretty much right? everyone. Yeah. yeah. Which you really, as we learned last year, you really need to start getting a little out in front of this stuff, but if they're not happy and they're wanting out or they don't want to be here anymore, that's, that's tough too. Right. It, that, that would be tough to take. So I'll, I'll, my cheers go to Backlund tonight. Just, I would have taken to if you hadn't, I thought he yeah. was, he was good. And I, and uh, I, the other guy that I, I recognize is, is uh, Rasmus Anderson. And I've asked this question a couple of times now, is he a down the line all-star? Is he down the line, a Norris trophy finalist is he that caliber of defenseman because he's he's been very good this year i thought this was going to be more of hannafin's continuation and breakout but i think it's anderson that's really in a bad year is really kind of uh, impressed i don't ever like to you know you don't want to put ceilings on a guy i don't no. see him in that norris partly because good luck with adam fox and kale mccarr and whoever else for the next 20 years mm -hmm. it feels like those guys are going to be in that conversation mm -hmm. but i think he is all-star caliber i i forget how many games in we were this year 
and you look back to last year, there was so much attention being paid to his Markstrom coming in and the team was playing well and it was Gaudreau and, and Kachuk having these unbelievable seasons. What an unreal season for Rasmus Anderson last year. You got a guy that's in that 40, 50 point category. Yeah. You're, you are absolutely singing from the rooftops. Yeah. I think he's their next captain. That's been my thing. I feel like he he's homegrown. I feel he's got a bit of bite to his game. He plays hard. He plays all the minutes. He'll kill. He's on the power play. He's one of those guys. He's in all situations. He's accountable. I think, I think he would be, he'd be a fine well, choice and, for the next And captain. I really like, you know, I really like what he had to say uh, when Pelche got benched, right? Yeah. You know, came out and, and yeah, I, you know, I, I've made the case that I'd be putting the C on now. I think it's stupid. They don't have a captain. Um, and I put it on Backlund, but you know, I, I think you're right. I think him or Dubé strike me. And I know there's a lot of people that like Pelche, but give him a little bit of an opportunity to grow yet, I think. But I think Rasmus Anderson wouldn't be a bad choice at all. It's the cheers of the game for BK Beaufort Liquor. You can find them on Soch. Mm. The social medias. Yeah, oh, the social medias. Sorry. The social. Okay. Yeah, that's yes, right. the On Twitter, uh-huh. at BK Liquor. Instagram, at BK Beaufort Liquor. Say hi to man deep. And like I said, if, and buy something while you're in there. Yes. Don't just, just go in there to say go hi. And, you know, it's not the Seinfeld set where you just kind of, you're standing there in awe. Wow, I'm in BK Beaufort Liquor. This is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Grab a Mickey or something. Yeah. But Grab a bottle of wine for your wife. But don't wear a really big puffy coat in there and turn around quickly. Cause you'll knock shit over. Is that uh... another Seinfeld reference, right? That's right. Um, you said Michael Backlund. You, you. Uh, yes, that's I did. Been a, that's been a really good <laughs> second line. Yeah. Now that's interesting because I feel like a lot of fans would just think Michael Backlund, when you have Lindholm and Caudry, Backlund is your third line center, but you see that line, he Coleman, and it has been Manjapani for most of the second half of the season. Uh, you see them as the second line. No, you, no, I, I, I'm not sure I said it. Well, I mean, I said it. I, I am sure I said it. What I'm I meant sure more is that you'd compose a second line of, you know, Backland and Toffoli and, you know, that would be a really good number two line. You know what their point production is. Yeah. I think in this division, particularly with the guys up North, it's, it's pretty hard to have your number one line tapping out under 70 points and under 50 points sort of thing. Uh, but that secondary scoring, I guess, is probably the better way to put it. He's been really good. He is. To, there would have been a time, and I know I've been on record for that. People love bringing it up, where I've been against Backlund, and I didn't think anything. I'll tell you what he has. He has looked so mature and comfortable in his own skin for a while now. He just looks like there's still some nights where you kind of want a little bit more, but that's just, that's who he is. He's not going to be 82 games, balls out, that sort of thing, but he's dependable. He's going to show up more often than not. He's, you could put him in all kinds of situations too. And and you you want, as a coach, you always want guys you can trust. And there's not many more guys on that team you can trust than, than Backlund. So uh, it's it's kind of cool to see him hang around that they didn't, just cut bait on him that he can be. A oh, guy I get. Yes, but I remember a, that. Oh, I know. You yeah. know, and, and there was columns written and stories written that you know it's done, it's over. The the backland experiment has failed, and all of that sort of thing. But I you know I go back to his draft in two thousand and seven in Columbus. He is ex- he is probably one of the few guys, and you've been to drafts too. There's always projections and predictions of what they're going to be, and you know everybody wants to know what the comparable is. 
and his comparable was a quality second line center responsible 200 foot game that had some power play opportunity or power play. Anyway, he is that right. And he became that the problem I felt with, with back when was early on, it, it was such a race to get the next center for Jerome. And, you know, there was a time where they slotted him in with Tangay and Jerome is a rookie. And it's like, you know, they did that with Roman Horak. I mean, it just, they were always, it wasn't, that just wasn't a good place to put a kid. Right. And yeah. you needed to bring him up fourth line, third line, second line. And, you know, whatever happened, I, I think it happened under Bob Hartley, you know, he kind of blossomed. And then, you know, in the last four. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. For five seasons, he's just, he's, he's a tradesman. He's a, he's a responsible player. I think if, if it was the old days where, you know, you put out a fax that said, hey, we're going to move Michael Backlund. Anybody interested? I think you would never get off the phone. I think every team would call on him. Um, but that's not the world we live in anymore, right? So I'd like to see him retire as a flame. I just don't think it's going to happen. Who's that, Backlund? Yeah. And see, I, th- I kind of think that he does. I think. Do you think he's going to be here past that next I, year? Yeah, I do. I, think I hope he is. I think I he's he a career flame. It, I just kind of have that feel. Unless the unless the offer just isn't there, who knows? It's, you got to have, you know. I, I don't think how about it's... a hometown discount, and if somebody else is giving you another one seven five a year, then you're going. But I, I don't just think it's if that. He's a guy that stays. I don't think it's that. It's do you want to try and go somewhere where it's? And I hate to use the word stable, but I mean, my God, up and down and up and down. Playoff team, non playoff team. You know, they're, they're one of the league's best. They're one of the league's worst. Uh, you and I have followed it from afar. He's lived it. Um, do, do you not want to – nothing against the city, nothing against the people. The building sucks. 
uh, you know, yeah, I know it's it's hard as you know, it's hard to get people to come here now. You have to overpay to get people to come here. Uh, I would not surprise. And I have no idea. I haven't talked to him probably before the season, but we never talk about, you know, that stuff. Uh, but I, I just, you know, how, how many players retire with the original team? The only one that, not the only yeah. one, but one that jumps out to mind is Getzlaff, right? Like, yeah. you just finished playing. Right? And you feel like Bergeron is going to, and Marchand, some of those, you know, Krejci, Crosby, those, Malkin, those there, the there Tang. some that do. Yep. But yeah, yep. it's, it, it's, it's a special thing for sure. And I want to ask you, and if you don't want to get too far into it, I know I know we're, it's a late game, so we're doing a late show. I got nothing that. to do. No, I know, but Princey, we, we, come on now. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. We got, and for this question, we got all kinds of time, but we also talked about it on the show today. Mm-hmm. And I said to Rhett, it's one of those things where it kind of reminds me of near the end of Jay Feaster's run and near the end of Daryl Sutter's GM run where outside media are reaching out with the, hey, what's what's happening in calgary we're hearing Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. and it's and it's everything you hear that the the coach has been you know the coach has tuned out the gm and the gm can't get through to the coach and the coach is hard on the players and the players hate the coach and they've tuned Mm -hmm. him out you're hearing everything right now what what with a 10 11 games or whatever it is left what's what are we going to have coming up here in the next three weeks, what do you believe is going on inside that locker room or with this team? Because hockey wise, we know what they are and it's dysfunctional. And that yeah. can only, you would think that's only yeah. a byproduct of a bigger dysfunction. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, I, first of all, and you and I've worked with them for years. I mean, Elliot Friedman doesn't throw things out just for the sake of throwing things out. If there's anybody that's really careful about what he says, it's him. Chris Johnson, the same boat. Another, you know, really good, reputable guy. I think we're too close to it in the sense of, you know, people are are a little tight-lipped when it comes to talking about stuff right now, but agents, contacts, and things like that. I, you know, this is the second time in a month that Friedman has said it's it's dysfunctional, that they're, they're not getting along. Um, I believe Frank Saravelli said on somebody's program something to the effect of, well, you know, Brad Tree Living's a firefighter. He's, you know, or he's putting out fires every day sort of thing, mm-hmm. right? And I've heard that from people inside the organization before. So that's clearly, a, that's clearly comes from somebody in the organization because I've heard that exact same quote from the or, somebody in the organization before. Um, what do I think happens? I think they're just trying to get to the end. I think Murray Edwards has to figure out what Murray Edwards and is going to do as an owner. He hired Daryl. I, I don't know that to be fact, but that's, I'm very comfortable saying that. I, I don't think that this was the general manager's decision to bring in Daryl. Um, you know, so I think Murray Edwards and ownership has to figure out where they want to go with this. Um, if I'm Brad for living, <clears throat> the building sucks. It, it's tough to recruit. I think it's, it's hard. It's hard to recruit players to Canada right now. I, I don't think that's anybody would, you know, um, uh, argue that um i think uh the you know kind of the ups and downs and the and the lack of consistent history around here i think makes it a little difficult i i hope he stays i like him i think he's a good guy i think he's a good gm but uh, you know i go back to the uh mike russo article in the uh, athletic a couple of weeks ago that 
laid it out like the Zucker trade. You know, they were going to get Zucker at the deadline. Couldn't get a hold of the owner. They didn't get Zucker at the deadline. You can't operate that. You can't operate that way. You can't. And there have been others. There have been other trades that have been done, but they could not get a hold of the people up the ladder. Right. The the trades fell through. Right. And and, not ideal. And and if if you're over at CSEC listening today going, ooh, Rob's being hard on us. No. Foley's the same way in in Vegas. Look at freaking look at how he he's he's been in the league what six years. He grinds coaches. He grinds GMs. They grind like that's well, look a, at Tom, and look at Tom Dundon in Carolina. Right? Well, he there's another one right who yeah. who might be put might you and I might be higher paid than his general manager. Like that's legitimate. It's not a criticism of Murray and, and Murray Edwards and the way he runs. It's it's how he chooses to run it. That's fine. But if you're the general manager, if you're Brad True Living, you've got to weigh that. Do you want to keep doing that? Now, you may go somewhere else. You may have to play by those rules. You may have there may be 32 teams in this league to play by those rules, right? Uh, where where are you going to land? And and or maybe you're burnt out. I, I don't know. Because I'm because I hear I hear all of it right now. Yeah, I hear I that too. there's a there's a lot of unrest and that that living it, it might be as much him and I saw the I saw in the uh, the chat here throwing keys on the table. I think he just might be ready for a change as as much as oh they're not bringing him back. He might be just happy to no. leave. And I don't know that Daryl wants to hang around with coaches. Daryl didn't come now. back for a rebuild. Right. And Daryl didn't come back for a rebuild. It's an organization that refuses to use the word rebuild. And that's very common around the league, i.e. Vancouver. Uh, It's never had a true rebuild. It's had a couple of young gun incarnations, I suppose, through the 90s. But, you know, the crazy part of this organization is it's never, ever, ever drafted higher than fourth. Ever. Ever. Let that sink in. I'm not saying that it's been a while. I'm saying never. They've never had the first overall pick. I believe they did in Atlanta. I might, they might've in Atlanta, but they certainly haven't had it in Calgary. Yeah. And, you know, and, and this isn't me stoking the battle of Alberta crap, but you know, and then we watched Edmonton do it four times in seven years or whatever it was. It, it's again, they, they are so safe. They're so safe. They're never going to be bar- terrible. They're, they, they rarely, you know, last year was a whatever, you know, I guess it's not that because it was a couple of years ago they were tops in the West, in the West too, weren't they? Yeah, in nineteen they were tops, and then they right? lost to Colorado, and then yeah. But, it's... but for some reason they just what are they really good at? What do the Calgary Flames do better than anybody? Their foundation, well, right, their yeah. alumni. Yeah, I mean right? it's there's there's a very good people. There but, is, but if you want to as a, as a hockey entity. And Warner brought it up on the other show today. If you had a kid, who's his favorite flame? Who's he going to the rink and saying, "Dad, I want that jersey because I that's my that's my guy." Yeah, I don't know. It was ago, Johnny Gaudreau. Yeah, it was Kachuk and Gaudreau. Yeah, yeah, and I don't yeah. know who it is now. And I think it's a bad message. You know, and, and again, credit to Brad for, you know going in and rectifying it. And I know Huberto and, and every, and Kadri haven't lived up to whatever, but thank God he got them because he, he changed the course of what could have been this disastrous 
you know, continuation of, of the second round into the off season, past the draft, all of this. But again, the reality is this organization couldn't keep a young superstar. Where Where's Kachuk going to be this year? How many points is he going to have? It was not an anomaly last year, right? Say what you want about Huberto hasn't been able to produce here. And that's fair. And he may next year, but Kachuk picked up where he left off last year oh, and he's done he's it in an Florida unbelievable season, right? He, he has been, if it wasn't for, year. if it wasn't for McJesus, he'd be in a heart yeah. trophy. You know, he, I, he might still be a heart trophy finalist, but it, that's immaterial at this point. Yeah. My point being is why couldn't you keep Kachuk here? Building. Sure. Coach sound like it, you know, at least one podcast sure may made it sound like they weren't on the same page. You know, Canada, I guess he seemed to enjoy his brother seems to enjoy the environment, you know, around here. Why didn't he want to stay? And, and, you know, at some point you got to stop blaming everybody else. And, and I'm not, you know, stop pointing fingers, do a self-assessment and, and start coming up with reasons to keep guys to want to stay here. New building is key. Culture is key. You got to have things that people want. Look, it, it isn't easy to play in this country. It just isn't. It, it, it isn't, you know, uh, Vancouver, Toronto, you know, Winnipeg, Calgary, Edmonton, Ottawa, Montreal, all have different issues at different times. Haven't won a Stanley Cup since, what is it, 93 now? You know, in this, this country? Mar this market, though, if you're going to pick a spot in Canada where you're going to get kid gloves, it's this one. 100%. But Vancouver, but it's a, it's a Vancouver is rough, and Edmonton, we know. But it's a I just mean building. in terms – Yeah, yeah. I just it's mean a in shit terms building. Of, and, yeah. that's, and that's not – Maddie Callen and my my friends that take care of it, that's not a knock against you guys. It's just out antiquated. We know that should have been replaced 10, 15 years ago. We know that. And and everybody knows that. And now it's it, you know, it's being used exponentially more by adding another professional team in there. Right. Yeah. How how what do you expect it to do? Be cleaner at the end of the year? Somehow where it's gonna be nicer. Like it's in a lot of use. It's a highly used building that needs to be replaced. And I'm sorry. I believe that players care about that stuff. I believe they care about practice facilities. I believe they care about the dressing room. I believe they care about amenities. They are delicate geniuses. And if you aren't powdering their asses and taking care of them, they'll go somewhere else where they are. Right. Remember, and that's the reality. I, yeah. And I remember hearing that, <laughs> It was Dan Bilesma when he was in Pittsburgh. So remember, he goes there and uh, takes over for Terrian, and they sure. win the cup. He, yeah. he actually they had a, a cup parade before he held a a training camp kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. But that rink was new then mm -hmm. in Pittsburgh, and the whole thing was that they were concerned that it was too nice. And a lot of these new rinks, a lot of the the training staff are saying, "Guys, we need you to leave and go home. Mm -hmm. It's not a spa." Even mm -hmm. though it's as it's like mm -hmm. a spa, but we can't be giving yeah. you rub downs and massages and hot tubs and cold tubs and steam rooms. Yes, it's buildings matter. They really do. I, and, and I love this one and I will cry when it goes. And there's certain parts of it that will always be a part of me. But this building does not want you to stay in it. Right. It's not conducive to staying in. It is. Nobody cares about this stuff. It is so hard to set up a ping pong table in there. There's no room. There's no room, right? There's no room. No, there's no. Room. There's no room. And and you know we you know the guys that were the heroes yesterday, the training staff. 
have no room. They have no room. Right. And what's crazy it, for, for people and, and the majority of the people will have not been in the locker room, but we've both been in the locker room and in that back area. They have done the absolute best they can. There's nothing they have, else they can do. They have fake hardwood floors and oh, they yeah. put up so much facade. Like They have done everything they can, but there's only so much lipstick you could put on that pig before you look around. It's, it's kind of like Major League when yeah, it is yeah right right <laughs> and again it's a miracle like it like you should have seen wow you saw it the damage done in the flood in 13 it should have closed the building that building should have been closed you know not i'm not saying it's dangerous or anything like that they work like beavers to get that thing you know 100 days and they held the eagles concert right and when was that like that was a that was over a decade ago so the building, was, the building was yeah, the building was old then and yeah. then got flooded out. Yeah. And it's still going. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, this this goes all the way back anyway. to your point about, you know, what am I expecting? I am kind of expecting I, I hope I kind of expect the GM to stay. I think they're gonna see, you know, what happened the drafting has been much better in the last 10 years than it's ever been. Um, you know, you brought up Adam Fox and then that's, that's a drafting success. I'm sorry. That's a great drafting success. Uh, the drafting has been better. Um, there's still holes for sure, but, uh, at some point, at some point you've got to address, do you want to, do you really want, what do you want to be? Do you want to be safe? Do you want to be a team that nobody really is offended by? Do you want to do you want to put up more and more pictures of players walking into the building with suits? Is that that's the team you want to be? Awesome. Fine. You can be that. Or do you want to lead the league in categories? Do you want to take risks? Do you want to do you want to stick your neck out, take some chances and try and win? Do you want to have some swagger? Um what kills me about this organization, or sorry, not organization. What kills me for Flames fans is there's, there's just so transient here that you, the, you know, the Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver games, you know, there's lots of season ticket holders that have two jerseys, right? The Flames jersey and their favorite team's jersey. And you don't, you know, Edmonton's a bunker. It's us against the world, that sort of thing. And I, I get a little frustrated going to rinks and you go to rinks too, dude, you travel like this city. There's kids way to your point. Kids are wearing way more Vegas and Seattle crack and stuff than any other market that isn't Seattle and Vegas. Not there's lots of flames. Don't get me wrong, but not like Edmonton where you go into a rink on a Saturday in Edmonton and it's 95% blue, orange and, and white, right? Like um, they, you know, Something needs to break around here. You, this needs, they got to piss somebody off. They got to get the rest of the league angry at them. You know, the, the Stampeders were so good that in that, in the, you know, for two decades where they'd celebrate Copeland and, and Lewis would celebrate and piss off Edmonton because they'd go down to their bill or up to their building and do their little touchdown dances afterwards. There's nothing wrong with wearing the black hat and being the villain. But who in the league, who really hates the Calgary Flames? who really hates the Calgary Flames. Yeah. Right? Am I wrong about this? Yeah, I, you have to 
you have to really rub people the wrong way to be hated and they haven't been good enough to rub anybody the wrong way for any amount of time which is which is telling um we'll move on to buy it or sell it presentation of derek uh, but presented by derek newman newman dean's real estate group with cir realty derek great guy just like just one of the best best such a good guy just <laughs> derek such a good guy uh let derek do the work for you buying or selling he is uh he's up to task uh d newman at cirrealty.ca or call 403-619-6661 with the salary cap only going up a little smidgy rooney for next year and the calgary flames have a lot of hefty raises kicking in next year they are going to need some players playing for league minimum or and they kind of have but still you're going to need some of those guys mm-hmm. buying or selling Nick Ritchie has three goals in seven games. If you can get Nick Ritchie on a league minimum kind of a deal, you should bring him back. Are you buying or selling? Selling. No. Walker. No Walker Doer. Walker Doer. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I give give me a, a team of Walker Doers before. Uh, before Nick Ritchie. I just think it's it's kind of incredible that the guy has taken the awful penalty. He's been in the penalty box. Yeah. He looks slow and big yeah. and then scores again tonight. Now, yeah. could you have yeah. scored that one? Probably. I've seen you yeah. net front. Your big yeah. body. Yeah, you, you know, my, that ass just Pucks can hit you right, yeah. in the, right in the shitter right. and then you yeah. bang and him in. I've seen net, that's yeah. your yeah. call. That's my card. MO. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I, I think. And uh, I'm prepared to do it for less than league minimum. I'll throw that, that right. Yeah, 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 I know. I know. I just, because uh, I know Eric, I think Francis brought it up in one of the intermissions. You know, is this an audition for Stetcher and for Richie? And I thought, oh, I hope it's not necessarily. Uh-huh. You know, because I'm with you. To go back to the previous conversation, get younger, get faster, get mm-hmm. passionate players, mm-hmm. get guys that, that want, that are so Jack to be in the NHL. They can't mm-hmm. believe their good fortune. They are going to play their bags off every night for you because they are so desperate to stay. Who's coaching? And I wish, I wish, well, that's the thing. I, it's because it, I, and that to me is, you know, it's the great unknown, right? Because this coach has a requirement for the players that he uses and he has a, a certain desire for certain players um, and, and has kept other players from getting that opportunity. I, I, you know, I, 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 I'm tired of beating the Matt Phillips drum, but you're, what are you two or four and 11 in, in extra time this year in overtime? Uh, you don't think a Maddie Phillips with some confidence could help you in that area with that kind of open space. It's yeah, too I mean, bad. Yeah. right. But you haven't really developed all those players. Not only didn't you develop them, you shit on them at the beginning of the year by saying your training camp was lousy and that there was no kids. There was nobody pushing. So, and, 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 you know, that's honest. That's how he sees it. But to your point, um, if he is Daryl, then absolutely I'm buying Nick Ritchie. And the thing of it is too, you, cause I asked, I asked, read about it this morning. I said a year ago, we certainly were not talking about Daryl Sutter being past his prime or using old school, you know, old school methods and 
mentality. We're talking about how he's taken guys. They've, how many guys have had career years? And you look at Good Branson and Zadorov. These guys, they've rejuvenated yep. their careers. Yep. But that team last year was so different to this team. I, I, it was I more like Dar- for him. Daryl was Daryl was a good coach for that team yep. that was here a year ago. Yep. I don't think he's the right coach for this team. No, 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 so. because he, you know, he want he he's really good at getting that team over the hump, right? Yeah. You know, look what he did in L.A. That team was baked. It was ready to go. It was under. And yeah, and they were done with him when he went just before he left. Yeah. They were locking him out of the locker room. Like yeah. they were, the players revolted and were done. And I don't know that they're there yet here. It would, yeah. It's happened a lot quicker than it did in LA. A lot more yeah. success in LA too before it happened. Either way, uh, so we're we're both out on uh, on Nick Ritchie. <laughs> I'm telling you, you're out. You don't. You no. Don't no. No. It's buy it or sell it for Derek Newman of Newman Dean's Real Estate Group. Just such a good guy, that Derek. He's such a good such guy. a good guy. Such a good guy. Great guy. Yeah. Buying or selling, let Derek do the work for you. D Newman at CIRRealty.ca or call 403-619-6661. So the Flames, so what is, they have not been on a run, but they've kind of, you know, they've mixed in some some wins with the losses. They get the extra time. It still doesn't feel like it's enough. I, I just don't know. You can look at the standings and at the mm-hmm. points and say, oh, it's four points. But then... You look at points percentage and you think X number of games remaining, what are they going to need to get to a certain point total? And then that becomes a lot more daunting. Do you you need to win nine of 11 or eight of 10 or whatever it ends up being here? Um, And if that's the case, I don't see any way in hell. Now I could be completely out to lunch. That should be the buy it or sell it. (laughs) Are, Are all of us who have basically just moved on, are, have we prematurely quit on this team? Or is the math just too insurmountable? I think the math is too insurmountable, um, but would be tickled pink for people if if I was proven wrong. Playoffs are fun. It's fun to go to the rink for playoffs. It's it's a fun atmosphere. I think you should chase the playoffs. I think you should do everything to be part of the playoffs. I I think if you get to the playoffs, I I, I just think we get too sanctimonious sometimes about, well, we're an eighth-place team and, you know, we have a good friend who's been on Twitter here bitching and moaning about loser points. It's not a loser point. It's been in the league for 20 years now. Okay. So it, it's legitimate. It just is. You don't have to like it, but it's the way the league is set up. And I'm sorry. If, if, if they back into, which is what they would do is if they backed into a playoff spot right now, I, I don't see anybody or not anybody, but I, I think you're still going to have big crowds. You're still going to have energy. Uh, I, I said it, I've said it with blue baseball a lot. Sometimes the, uh, I think baseball teams overthink themselves. Like just get in, just get mm-hmm. there. Like it's so rare. Just get in and, and be in the postseason. And it was a year ago when Daryl was telling you, you better be in the top three in your division. Cause if you're one of those wildcard teams, it's going to be a waste of eight days. <laughs> so I think that was right. last year. <laughs> I, I'm sure that this year that wouldn't be the same thing. Uh, I, you know what? <laughs> Listen, I'm worried. Cause this is, I'm seeing the clock here. That's yeah, no, we, minutes. Yeah. Absolutely. I got it because Princey told us at the start, he's like, listen, you guys are not, no, you're not no. setting a new record. You no. went over an hour the last yeah. time. Um, yeah. Uh, five, one flames win. 
in Anaheim. Six straight wins at the pond for yeah. the uh, for the Flames. Great night for Tyler Foley. He has three assists. Michael Backlund, two helpers. A nice, tidy little win for Dan Vladar. A night off for Jacob Markstrom, who no yep. doubt will be back between the pipes on Thursday when they come back home. Another tight turn mm-hmm. as they take on the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, that bull's going to buck a little bit more. I think so. Right? Yeah. This was not a this was not a bull to get you into the final four tonight. Yeah. Last night was, and then you and you couldn't stay on. Yeah. Tonight you got peanut. And Peanut, he's been in the rodeo for a long, long time, but he just doesn't Not, have it in the hindquarters anymore. So Vegas is more like what grated coconut? Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. One of the something yeah. from the coconut bloodline. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no. That 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 one's gonna twist and, and throw you for a loop. You had to play the game. It, they they require it. But it, it I'm I'm not gonna call it a bounce back. I just not. Well, good, uh, good stuff. Thanks for yeah. coming on, Rob. Yeah, I was prepared to just kind of, I was going to go solo tonight. I was no, just no, uh, no, kind of no, doing no. a little, a little soft shoe, a little song. No, dance, no, nobody, uh, routine nobody for the people. That. Nobody wanted so, that. Because uh, these late games, no one should have to be doing this. Well, was this a rat, right? Oh, because it's like, you know, one o'clock and almost two o'clock in the morning. Now. Oh, yeah. It's no chance. Yeah, no. There's no chance. He's been yeah. asleep for about six hours. Yeah. Gone. Long gone. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, great work on the show, man. I, uh, I, I sent you that text today. I, yeah. I took the time and cause I knew, I knew it was going to be great. And I knew that I, I wouldn't be able to do the interview cause I'd be breaking down, but Kelsey <laughs> Snow, of course, yeah. with, with Chris Snow and it's, it's their fight with ALS and you had Kelsey in studio and it's an unbelievable interview and I just encourage everybody to do it. But beyond that, you're Thank having... You. You know, you're you're about you're in it and you're having the conversations <laughs> that I knew you would have and you're just getting warmed up. And I the, the Kelsey one is I just that's thank that's you. what we're missing and what you're just one of the best at doing. So oh, thank uh, you. It is called Just a Game. It is on the Nation Network. It's a part of Flames Nation. You can find it on our YouTube. Go on. on uh, what's your social uh, stuff? Your social on Twitter and Instagram. What do you uh, yeah. At Arker YYC. Or just go okay. to my website, robker.ca. It's all there. There you go. Mm-hmm. And um, you're in. You're doing the show tomorrow. I am doing a show tomorrow. Yeah. Right. There's no one here. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Uh, oh. The Wolverine is away. Yeah. Pinder is gone. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Princey works at home. Okay. So it was. It Are was you? Me. It was just it was, you. Oh, what a lonely boy right. sitting at the uh, the studio this morning. I made coffee for uh, for everybody and no one came. And no so one I came. I drank it all by myself. So are you yeah. going to be in there tomorrow? I yeah, I will be there tomorrow. Well, because yeah. no, I have an early I have an early co- I have an early meeting uh, okay. at 8:30, so I might I was thinking about rather than going home, I was just going to come in and work. Oh, you should just come in, yeah. yeah okay, there sounds yeah. like there's space. Yeah, you, it's a lot lots of room. Okay. Lots of room. All right. Yeah. I'll do you that. Lay down on the couch if you want. Do whatever you need. <laughs> Whatever you need. I don't think I'll do that. Just a game with Rob Kerr. Barn burner uh, tomorrow morning. I don't know what we're doing. Pinder's away, so we'll have lots of breathing room. And fun. It was a different, it was a different show today. People say, I bet it I was. Didn't realize. I, it just sounded like a completely different show. It's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Either way, let's get out of here. God, All right. look at, we're going to break a record. No record. No, 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 no. We'll no go record breaking. We'll do it again go. on Thursday, though. Well, we'll try. Yeah, we'll right. try. That's a hey, little brass banana too. The win. Right. Hi, Jimmy.
Rams win at 5-1. For Rob Kurtz, Boomer. And for Mark Prince, it's after burner. See you, buddy. See ya. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.